Blog Talk Radio. Has anyone ever told you you dream too big, that you have too many ideas, that you need to be realistic? What if there was a career and lifestyle that you could completely design yourself that enables you to do what makes your heart truly sing and helps millions of people benefit from what you have to offer? One that provided you with all the money you need to thrive, not just survive. That is the life of an enlightened entrepreneur. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show, dedicated to the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper founder of AHA Moments, Inc. and ahamomentsinc.com. Her motto, oh yes, you can have what you want and you deserve it too. Join us for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello there, it's Mari, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide. Happy Tuesday, you guys. I am excited to be here. I didn't know what we were going to be talking about until late last night when the angel said, well, why don't we go this direction? And it came through so nice and clean and clear and that's what we're talking about tonight is clearing and cleaning out your energy so you can get unstuck if you happen to be stuck um, and to just let things come in uh, with a lot greater uh, ease and I just um, wanted to say that there's a lot of oh. I don't know. It's, there's a lot of shifts. Obviously, we've been talking about this for weeks and weeks and weeks. But just because we have a new grid and we have all this, you know, sort of new opportunity doesn't mean that we don't have to continue our, I call it, energetic hygiene. And tonight we're going to talk all about how to do that. We're going to talk about how to clear the energy in your home, how to clear your own personal auric field, your own energetic field, um, even how to clear your body while you're clearing your energetic field simultaneously. You know, And I'm going to give you a little bit of what I do on a regular basis because just like you take a shower and wash your hair and brush your teeth, you need to also be clearing and cleaning your energy on a daily basis, not just you know, once a year. Why do you hear about it, you know, on in a blog or, you know, on a radio show or something like that? And a lot of people, um, you know, are familiar with feng shui and all that kind of stuff. I actually don't practice feng shui. Ooh, oh, my gosh, you know, like I'll probably get a bunch of emails. The uh, only reason why is because it freaks me out. It's just a lot of details. It makes me a little nutty, um, a lot nutty. I had a, a in, in my old house, I had a feng shui person come to my house and she traumatized me. I had 15 pages of cures that she wanted me to do. She wanted me to rip my plants out because they had knife-shaped leaves and I had negative arrows and daggers and vortexes. and I mean, it was so overwhelming. So I just said, you know, I'm going to kiss the whole house up to God and let it be. You know, so I... I don't practice feng shui. I am looking, though. I am looking, if anybody knows, a good feng shui person who's, like, you know, basic, not not, not berserk. Um, I would love to, to have a chat with them and, and uh, have them on the show. So if you know somebody, email me and let me know. 
you can do it to support at ahamomentsinc.com. So tonight, the reason why I say this, tonight's not going to be about feng shui, but it is going to be about clearing and managing the energy in your space. And you can do this for your home. Like I said, you can do it for a specific room. You can do it for your car. You can do it for your office. There's all different um, uh, different things you can do to, to, to clear the way. So before we get into all of that, I wanted to give you the phone number to call in. I will be doing some taking some callers tonight. I see a lot of you are already on the line. So it's uh the number is three four seven two one five nine four eight five if you're looking to call in and ask a question tonight. Three four seven two one five nine four eight five. So we um for housekeeping we have a full moon coming at the end of the week on the twenty sixth and that's the, the that moon happens to be in Leo, which happens to be my sign. So all of you Leos out there, it's a really, really good time to grab some some energy. For us, we're directly opposing our birthdays in the July-August time frame because, you know, of course, we're in January. So we're on that, that, you know, direct opposition to our birth time. And this is a really um, great time to take in um, lots of Leonian energy. Uh, and, and that's, you know, you can, anybody can benefit from from the full moon, that's for sure. Um, it's a great time for really drawing down energy. Um, it's a great time, like these days leading up to it, to do some some energetic clearing is great because then you're really in a position to receive. Um, and this is a really good time because at the end of February, we're going to go into a Mercury in retrograde. So this is a time to really be accelerating, to really be, you know, leaving no stone unturned, going for it. Really, the masculine energy is in full force right now, that real active, active time. Um, so you want to harness that energy of the moon. And you can do that. Um, it's on the 26th, so you can start to feel it three days before and three days after. So we're almost in the halo of it. So you can you know play with that energy there. Um, the other thing is you, we have uh, – right now, you want to also be thinking about – because we're going to have a retrograde coming up in the next month, not this, not within four weeks, but in like six seven weeks. You want to, if you have any contracts, if you're purchasing a home, leasing an apartment, um, looking for new jobs, negotiating contracts, if you're a realtor in particular, all my realtor and mortgage people, all my mortgage and realtor friends always freak out like, oh, I need to know when this thing is. If you're planning events, you want to plan them, you know, kind of after the retrograde. Um, I'll I'll check on the next break and see um, the exact date so I can let you know what they are. But you want to just, like I said, just make sure you're you're starting to really think ahead and, and start to, you know, push forward if you if you want to get things signed and sealed and delivered be prior to that time. Um, so the last thing of housekeeping is I am doing readings. This is my last week of my 2012 prices. So if you'd like to get a reading, I highly suggest you sign up. Um, we'll, I have some spots, a few spots left for this month, which ends next week, right? No. Yeah, next week. And, and of course, now we're going into February as well. So if you'd like that, to take advantage of the, the pricing um, from last year, I have extended it and extended it and extended it, and this is it. This is the last, the last week. Um, so just get, you can get on the calendar to do that. I'd love to have you. And if you are not on my list and you haven't gotten the um, – Oh, the all the notifications about it. You can just get, send us an email at support at ahamomentsinc dot com, and we can direct you to the right place. Or you can go on the website 
Um, we're actually getting a new website done, you guys. It's looking really, really good. I'm very, very excited. So um, there's going to be all kinds of new stuff, and I have this TV shows coming up and video channels, and I have two new books coming out. And um, I'm actually in the last chapter of my second book, and I'm very excited about it because then I get to start the whole editing process and get this baby out probably be coming out in the next two months so i'm really excited about that and we're planning a big telesummit too so that's coming up um a little bit later in the winter probably after of course after the retrograde we're working on all the speakers now so lots going on lots 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 going on so Okay, so number is three four seven two one five nine four eight five. If you want to call in, um, Sam will answer the phone and take your name. And also, you know, I haven't mentioned this in the past, but if you want to ask a question on the show, um, I'm I'm thrilled to have you on the show. But please come up with a specific question. It's just easier because we have a very short period of time on the show. So if you can, if you have a question. You know, instead of saying, what, you know, what do the angels want to say to me? You want to really come up with something that's fairly subject-specific, whether it's about relationships or money or career or something. It just makes it easier to manage um, so we can get more people in. Okay? So let's talk about this um, energetic hygiene because it's a really, really important aspect of your, you know, I don't know what the word is, spiritual lifestyle or <laughs> of just life in general. It's it, balance, mind, body, spirit, balance. Um, a lot of times we mistake our inertia, feeling stuck, feeling heavy um, with something being wrong with us. And we kind of go after ourselves. You know, we kind of a- attack ourselves with, um, you know, how do we you know, how do I get unstuck and go to the life coaches and we feel like, you know, we have to watch Oprah and we're constantly journaling and we're doing all kinds of things to um, get us unstuck and it feels like we're spinning it, it around and around and around, you know. Um, we'll feel like really good one day and then all of a sudden during the day we might have a drop in energy or a sense of anxiety or a sense of panic. Um, a lot of times, so these are not our issues. It was funny. I was listening. I was. I got a question from one of my students um, the other day. She's in in my uh, one of my advanced classes in the Path of the Lightworker course, and she said, "You know, I was journaling and I heard your voice speaking to me in my journaling. You know, I was I was looking for advice and I could feel like it was your voice um, giving me that advice. And it, it was funny because." Uh, that's happened to me many times where I've heard my teachers, you know, uh, kind of their voice as I was contemplating an issue or something and I get some kind of guidance, you know. And um, and it's very real that that person, we are very multidimensional and we can pick up on other people's thoughts and energies, especially our spiritual teachers, and you know, especially the ones who are intuitive and all that kind of stuff. But it had never really dawned on me that people might be picking up on my energy while they were working through their own stuff. And so it, it, it made it, it was actually one of the catalysts for me actually doing the show because it's important to know that that is actually very very real and whether it's you know a teacher student situation like what I was thinking about yesterday or a, a parenting situation you know you could be at home in your kitchen and you 
get a little flash of your son or your daughter and you feel like something's not quite right. I mean, nothing's horribly wrong, but something's not quite right. And sure enough, you get a call from the school nurse, they have a tummy ache or, you know, a headache or something like that. So you can get those those um, telepathic messages, right? Well, we're all psychic antennas. We literally are all interconnected, like we've been talking about week after week on the show. And we can pick up on energies from anywhere in the world. Now, if you don't know how to filter that, it can get overwhelming, especially if you happen to be um, a light worker or an intuitive in training or someone who's very um, empathic, meaning that you're very highly sensitive to other people's energies. So putting up energetic boundaries is, is, is one of the things that you want to be able to do. One of the things you can do is, um, from an energetic standpoint, is to just surround yourself with white light and perceive yourself as, you know, having like almost, I call them, curtains of cheesecloth all the way around you. Instead of like big walls of white light, which would block out everything, if you allow yourself to have like more of a filtered kind of a cheesecloth of white light, so there's like little holes, then the good energy can come through, but there's a filter that kind of holds back. It's kind of like a water filter in your water fountain or your fish tank. It holds back the anything that's heavy or negative or, you know, it doesn't belong to you. It pushes that back, returns it to sender, but you're getting your own energy. You're, you're, you know, receiving whatever good energy is coming your way, but you're filtering out the heavy stuff, the stuff that's not yours, so that you can really focus on what is yours. You know, and I'm not saying that every single thing you experience doesn't belong to you, but I will say that there's a tremendous amount um, that is from other people, and especially if you're in the teaching, healing practices, you know, massage therapists, this is really, really important um, for those folks. Because if you're in those professions, that person comes in, they lay on your table, and they're just like dead energetic weight. It's like, oh. You know, it happens in readings, it happens when we're doing our work, that they come to, people come to us, our clients come to us, and they just, it's like, they they just kind of collapse energetically on you. So, um, you want to uh, make sure that you are shielding and clearing to some extent. Now, that doesn't mean you need to fortress yourself, because one of the things that, Lightworkers also get confused about is they feel like some feel like they're very familiar with this stuff and they want to fortress themselves from their client, you know, because the person comes in and they have really heavy energy, they're going through a hard time, and so the practitioner's like, oh, I've got to shield myself, I've got to shield myself. What happens is they're not, that also stops their willingness to receive from the client because every student is a teacher and every teacher is a student. So every client has something energetically to offer as well as receive, and so does the practitioner. And so it should be a giving and a receiving back and forth between the two. Everybody's getting something, everybody's giving something. So when you completely block yourself from the energy of that person, you are also blocking potential gifts from that person as well. So I'm not saying that you want to fortress yourself or that, you know, you can't, um, that you should be, you know, hyper aware, you know, hyper freaked out about, oh, if somebody's in a, you know, bad way or whatever. No, that's, it's okay. But as they're learning their lessons, you're learning your lessons vicariously through them as well. So where there's always space for that give and take and for that growth, for that giving and that receiving. But for the sake of this conversation tonight, 
pulling your energy through filters, and I like to use that, that analogy of the cheesecloth, is really, really good to do. The other thing is when, right before you go to sleep, <clears throat> and I'll do this a lot too, right before you go to sleep, um, you can call all of the energy that has gone out to other people for the day back to yourself. So if I have, you know, done a, you know, a few hundred readings in a month and I have taught 30 people, you know, every week and I have, I'm, I'm talking to thousands of people on the show, all of that plus all the thousands of people on Facebook and Twitter, you know, and personal relationships, that's a lot of energy going in a lot of different directions. You have kids, you have animals that pull your energy. There's a lot that, you know, of responsibilities. And then not to mention all, you know, all the different, you know, clerks at the store and the gas attendant and the postman and all the various and sundry people we come in contact with. And even the ones that we don't come in contact with, but the ones that are thinking about us. So if you are teaching, you are a healer, and you have, like what my student said, she's thinking, you know, I'm in, in the morning, I'm drawing on energy to help me to clarify certain things. So even though you may physically not be working, your energy still is somewhere supporting someone that that trusts and, and, and cares about what you have to say, right? All of this so at night, what you want to do is you want to, as, before you go to sleep, as you're closing your eyes, you want to envision all calling all of your energy back to yourself, but pulling it through filters. So you reconnect, you refill, you know, you fill your well. When we say, I'm depleted, I need to recharge my batteries, I'm burnt out, I'm stuck, I'm numb, these are all t signs of being too splintered and scattered with our energy. If you reset your energy each night, you know, you brush your teeth, you do whatever you do for your evening rituals, and as you're going to sleep, you just pull your energy back through filters, you can even ask Archangel Michael to cut your energetic cords, which is, I'll talk about that in a second. But if you do that each night, you'll be amazed at how nourished you feel. You know, and that doesn't mean that the people who need you won't receive, you know, some aspect of, of support. But it, if you consciously are refilling, then it gives, you know, it, it really is, it's very nourishing and it's very, um, you know, replenishing for you. Very, very important. And it makes things a lot easier. It also makes it easier for you to work in your dream state because you're more focused. You know, so you don't want to go through the, um, through, uh, you know, getting ready to go to bed and start be thinking about all the horrible things that happened to you for the day and all the things you're really worried about. What you want to do is really start to call your energy back to yourself through filters to ask for Archangel Michael to cut your cords, which means that, you know, people who are connected to you have energetic cords. We each have energetic cords in each other. And there's energy of love that passes through, but there's also energy of, like, dependency, you know, and, and negative energy. So you want to ask to cut the negative cords. The, the positive cords always stay. It doesn't, you know, you're not going to, like, cut somebody off that you love or anything like that. But that energy drain, those siphons, you want to have those cut. So you can ask Archangel Michael to please cut your cords. And you can ask Archangel Raphael to fill in any holes that those cords have left um, with a you know green healing gel of light, a green healing light. 
And then you just kind of feel yourself and you're in good shape, you know, and that's a great way to reset at night. It's also a great way to start the morning. It can be um, a great thing to do. You can always say, Archangel Michael, please cut my cords. If you feel like you're having, let's say you have a tough uh, relationship with your boss at work or there's, you know, mean girls or (laughs) whatever, you know, just talking to one of my friends today about um, some politics she's going through in corporate America. And uh, excuse me. And so she she really needs to sort of practice some of these things to reset her energy so she can actually know what's hers and be able to discern, you know, the negative energy that's coming from other people. And if you do this, what I will say is that when you are in situations, whether it's in a you know a tough relationship or uh, with your family member or your spouse or your significant other or situation with a a boss, a coach, or whatever, if you do this, then it gives you a clean slate to be able to um, use your intuition to know exactly what they're thinking and what their next step is going to be. So it actually, in and of itself, is very protective because it's it's giving you, um, uh, well, it's just giving you a clean slate. It's just giving you that that strength and access to your own intuition in a more purified state. If you don't do any of this, this is where people call me and say, oh, but I can't trust my intuition because I was thinking this and then I was thinking that and then I, I just felt this knowing, but then I got this huge wave of anxiety and you know, and that kind of thing happens. So this is that's what we just talked about is, is really important as a start. Pulling your energy through filters, cutting the cords. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this stuff, give you some more tips, and I will start taking your questions. I see a lot of you are calling in. I'm excited about that. Please do not hang up. Um, I will definitely start taking some questions in in the next segment. And if you'd like to call in, the number is 347-215-9485. It's 347-215-9485. Nine four eight five. I'm Mari. You're listening to the Aha Moments Radio Show, and we'll be right back. Do you ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides... 
who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third-generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are, receive insight on the core issues that need attention, and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work With Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Mari, you're listening to the AHA Moments radio show. Tonight we're talking all about space clearing, energy clearing, energetic hygiene, and getting unstuck. And um, I did promise that I was going to give you the dates for the Mercury in retrograde. So I went online and I found those for you. So you want to get a pen and write these down and give you all the dates for the year so you can plan your calendar. Um, the first Mercury retrograde of 2013, they happen three times a year, okay, and they're also about three to three and a half weeks long. It's February 23rd through March 17th, the Ides of March. And then the second one is June 26th to July 20th. So June 26th to July 20th is the second round. And then the final Mercury retrograde period this year will be October 21st through November 10th, which is extremely early for the third Mercury retrograde. That's interesting. That's going to be during speaker season. All the conferences are going on during that time. That should be very interesting. A lot of people are traveling and teaching and doing all kinds of stuff at those very popular dates. So the first one is February 23rd through March 17th. The second is June 26th to July 20th. And the third is October 21st to November 10th. And the full moon that I was talking about at the top of the show, it's actually on Sunday the 27th. It's not on the 26th. So just so you know, it's Sunday the 27th. It starts like the wee hours of the morning. Um, so that's that. 
So now we have our calendars together. And really, it's, it's a good thing to know about Mercury retrograde, when, especially when it comes to energy clearing, because when you are familiar with the moon cycles and the retrograde cycles, you can um, manage your energy a lot better because there's a certain times of the year where you just, you know, need to sort of slow your roll <laughs> and let things sort of play out. Then there's other times of year like now where you should be really, you know, speeding your roll up and going and going for broke. Um, okay, so let's just talk about two more things, and then I'm going to start taking your calls. You can, if you want to call in, it's three four seven two one five nine four eight five. Space clearing. Let's talk about that a little bit because a lot of people know about sage, and um, that's a Native American um, practice where we take dried white sage. You can get that online, and um, and you burn it. And what you do is you just set it on fire, and then it smokes. You blow the, the flame out, and it smokes. And you can just go around your home clockwise. And actually, when you're clearing, you want to go counterclockwise. And you can just make, you know wave the smoke around, and and it clears the energy out. Now you want to make sure that you open some windows because you don't want the smoke to just be sitting. You want to make sure you open the windows so that the the energy, the negative energy, has a place to leave and exit. Okay, and then you know it's 18 degrees here in New Jersey, so you want to want to keep don't want to keep them open too long. <laughs> um, and then once you've finished your smudging, that's what this practice is called. Then you can set be sure to set the intention for the rooms after you've done the clearing. That's with any clearing, you want to make sure that you set the new intention of what you want the energy to focus on. Okay, so you could set the intention for, you know, in your bedroom, it could be the love intention, or and in the in the dining room, it could be, you know, family joy or communion. You know, uh, in your office, it could be abundance, productivity, you know, this type of thing. So you want to set the intention for the different rooms, or you can set the intention for your whole home, but you want to set intention for the energy. Um, the other clearing method that I actually like better than Zage is Epsom salt and alcohol. And that is one of the most powerful things to really, if you want a blank slate, this is the way you do it. You just get a pot, you put a layer of Epsom salt on the bottom, you pour rubbing alcohol on it, and you set it on fire, and you just let it burn down. And that, and I, a lot, some people carry it around. I don't because the flames can get pretty high. I put it on my stove, and I just envision it, you know, clearing the entire home. And you can also, if you have things that you're worried about, you're anxious about a person or about a situation, you can write down whatever you're anxious about, and you can put it in the fire so you're just clearing the energy of all of that. It is very, very powerful. I love that particular clearing. One of the ways you could test if there's energy that's heavy in your home is you could take a bell or you could take um you know, a little tuning bowl, or you can actually use your hands, clap your hands. And as you go around the house, if you ring the bell or use your tuning bowl, if the bell or tuning bowl sounds muffled, that means that the energy is heavy. If it sounds nice and clear and, you know, and crisp, then the energy is in good shape. If you don't have a bell or a tuning bowl, you can just go around and clap your hands. If your hands as they're clapping, sound like that, like you have your hands cupped and it's that very deep muffled sound, then you're clapping. You want to keep your hands flat and clap, but if it sounds muffled, um, then that means the energy is, is needs to be cleared. If it's nice and, and, you know, snappy and sharp, then the energy is in good shape. So that's a, a way that you can test 
um, how the energy is doing in your home. Now, the other thing you want to do in addition to clearing your space is to clear your body. We all have these auric fields. That's the um, kind of the link between us and our infinite selves. And so that energy field, is it, it, it's, it lets the world know how you're doing, I'll tell you that. It also is, collects everything that's happening, um, and it needs to be cleared and cleaned too. So we do what's called aura cleansing. One of the best ways to do that is simple. It's sim- taking a hot sea salt bath. And um, you can use, I highly suggest Himalayan salt. That's the pink salt. Now, you can get it, you know, at HimalayanSalt.com or whatever online. But my little secret is if you have a Trader Joe's nearby or a good grocery store, they sell the Himalayan salt in, in the seasoning section. So instead of paying, you know, $15 for, you know, a ball, you know, the size of a tennis ball, you can go to Trader Joe's and for like a dollar ninety nine get the, the the they have those salt grinders and it has pink salt in it it has actual Himalayan salt instead of the uh, uh, white salt and um, you can get a few of those and it, it there it's great you know and it's a much cheaper alternative and it also gives you an opportunity to to take more um, salt baths as, as you need to I would say you want to do a hot salt bath you know if you're not in a particularly heavily toxic situation. Um, you know, once a week is good. Uh, you can do more. You can, you know, but you want to make sure that you're taking some time once a week, at least, at least, to linger and really set intention that you are clearing. Um, one of my uh, colleagues, Cindy Dale, talked about uh, a black tea bath where you take black tea bags, and she said that was one of the very best ways. She's terrific with the uh, energetic clearing. Um, you can, you know make a tincture of black tea, you just steep the tea, pour it into your bath, um, bath water, and that that really clears off any kind of, you know, heavy anxiety energy if you're going through a breakup or grieving or anything like that, or just, you know, having a rough time of it, or just want a you know, nice clearing, that's a, a good way to, to do it as well. Um you know, when it comes to this as well, if you don't have a bathtub and you know, can't take like the long soaking bath, you can use the salt in your shower. So you can just take, you know, I've had sea salts, you know, um, the, the the sea salt you get from the grocery store. You want to make sure you use sea salt, not iodized salt. Um, and, you know, good sea salt, like some kind from the Mediterranean or the Dead Sea or whatever they call it. You want to, you want to, uh, you can just pour that on yourself and just scrub it in, you know, and cleanse yourself and just set the intention that you're clearing your energy and it's done. You know, it's just really pretty simple stuff, but has very, very powerful long, um, long-term long results. So if, um, each day, evening, when you come home from, you know, working or whatever, and you, you're taking your shower you, or in the morning when you're preparing, you do a little, do your regular cleansing and then you just rub a little sea salt all over you and you're in good shape. You know, and then you can just set your intention for the day, you know. Allow the water to kind of ritualize yourself. Just allow it to sort of bathe you with that intention, and you'll see that your energy feels a lot more stable uh, through the day. Okay, so I think that's enough tips for now. I'm going to get to some of your calls. And, again, if you want to call in, let's see, we have, it's 347-215-9485. Okay, I need water. <laughs> I think I'm like parched talking so much. All right. How about let's talk with Yvette in California. Hi, Yvette. Are you there? Do we? Oh, there's... Hello. 
Hi. How are you? I'm pretty good, I think. <laughs> um, can I ask you a career question? Sure. Um, I have a job and uh I know things are about to change, but I'm not sure in um what direction to really look in. I know a lot of things have been coming my way, but nothing has really landed yet. Okay. And do you do you want to leave your job? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I do. There's a lot of reasons why I, why I want to leave. I'm ready for a change, and it's not enough money. I can use more appreciation. Um, the only reason why it's good is that it's almost like it's weird. It's like, like it's almost part-time, but then I get um, full days off. They're like full-time kind of like, I don't get benefits, but they're like full-time. Like you, you get like days off paid for, you know, holiday pay. You get vacation pay. Um, that's the only perk. And but the hours are still kind of weird where it doesn't allow me to do a lot with my time. Okay. You know, it's interesting because it feels to me like um, you have a, a creative streak in you that really is like sort of crying out for some attention. Mm-hmm. And, um, and a lot of excuses around why that can't happen, this job mm-hmm. being you know, one of them. Mm-hmm. What I would suggest is going to the creative juices first mm-hmm. job will shape itself around that you're kind of living from the way i call it is living from the outside in looking for the outside stuff to fix the inside but if you stepped into your creative energies it's you know whether it's drawing or painting or writing, um and, and one of the ways that you can do this in fact i have my advanced class doing this is um to to Literally journal three pages every single morning. Uh, that will connect you to that creative energy. And you can sort of metabolize your life on the page instead of like in your head. Mm-hmm. You a lot about all the things you don't like and don't this and don't that. And that's not good enough and this isn't good enough. And what that's setting you up for is just another job of the same not good enough stuff. Mm-hmm. Because kind of managing from the outside in. So the way that you switch gears from the outside in, and this is for everybody who's listening, is to connect yourself with the internal portion of you, the internal piece of you, that the desire that you truly have. The desire is to be more creative. That's very cool in your energy. So take some time each morning, and I don't want you to do it at night because you don't, then you don't have the day to work it through and to receive. Cause okay. If, Morning, you know, it gives you the whole day for your angels, guides, all the power to be to bring you signs, symbols, synchronicities, insights, you know, happy surprises throughout the day. So, so is this automatic writing or is this like just conscious? This is not automatic writing. It's not of trying to get a channeled voice to come, you know, speak to you or anything like that. This is just a way for it's It's, it's like it's, it's the, you know, Intentional journaling, where you are setting intention as you sit down with the page. And I want you okay. to be completely honest. If you want to dump, dump. If you want to, you know, have a conversation with somebody you're trying to work through in a relationship, work it through on the page. You know, you know, you can put their name and your name, and as if you're role playing it out. If you want to just write gratitude, write three pages of gratitude, or you want to do a little bit of all of it. It doesn't have to be structured, but what it does do is it gives you permission to have creative space. It says, I value my creativity. I'm encouraging that side of me to come through. I need 
to give that inner child, which is always the creative energy, that voice, instead of beating yourself down with all the things that are wrong with the job. Okay. So by doing this, is going to allow some creativity to expand and see what happens and, throughout my... Well, it's going to, the creativity is going to then flow from you, from the inside to Got the it. outside, and then the outside will reflect back the perfect job. And it's easy. Got it. Awesome. That sounds really good. You're approaching it now, it shuts down the very thing that you really want. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I mean, some pretty cool opportunities have come, just they haven't really landed, and those might have, they just look good for aesthetic reasons. Maybe they weren't the perfect, exact perfect one, but it just means I know, like, I'm ready for something else, so. Yeah, it feels to me like what you think you want and what you eventually love are actually two different things right now. And this is the bridge activity that's going to get it so that you align with the thing that would really make your heart sing. So you that's just, not, you know, not, go oh, after. Sorry. The, you don't want to just think go after the checklist of what would be a perfect job. You want to go, okay, and just connect through that. And I and I would highly suggest, and it's working for all of my students, and it's working for me. I don't ever ask you to do anything I haven't done myself. I and I that. Single morning. Three pages, no matter. Okay? okay, I'm going to do that. Thank you. Call back in. And let me know. I, I will. Okay. Have a good day. Yep. Good night. Okay. Um. Let's see. We have time for another caller. So, how about Ayla in Aspen? I hope I said your name right, Ayla, or is it Isla? Yeah, you said it right. Thanks, Mari. How are you? I am amazing. Um, how are you? I'm good. I love happy campers from Colorado. You guys get all that mountain air. <laughs> I, you know, I spoke with you last week, and and um, you were talking about that as well. <laughs> so I, I don't, I don't ever remember. So go ahead and tell me <laughs> what's your question today. Oh uh, yeah, um, my question. Could I? You told me last week to just bake the cake around my snowboarding. Well. Oh. I popped it into the oven, and I'm baking it, and what happened this week was I had to quit my job because it wasn't wasn't good for me anymore. So could I have some guidance around my next career move uh, with finances, with my snowboarding, what to do next, and my vision? The first thing that I heard is teach, teach, teach. And... Working with little kids in particular, doing like an after-school program or creating some sort of um, snowboarding program. The other thing that they're saying is fitness for ski bunnies. I don't know why that came up. (laughs) But (laughs) teaching some sort of fitness or working with the fitness, you know, the aspect of um, most amateurs, especially when they're skiing, they don't really know how to take care of themselves. They're like weekend warriors, you know, and I know you know from being an athlete that if you just get up on a Saturday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and try to do something as, you know, huge as snowboarding or skiing, you can kind of throw your body into, you know, out of whack. So what they're saying is something like a yoga studio, something like a, you know, or creating your own programs, um, or coming up with a program and then taking it around to various studios and kind of working that way would be a really good creative solution for you. But there's definitely something in the fit in the fitness area. What it, it seems like the direction they're saying. Mm-hmm. I just 
Call it as I see it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that, it, you know, what you want to do, and this is for anybody who's looking at an amateur sport and you have, because I know I did this with the horses. Um, you, you, when you are training for something as intensely as I know you, you are and, and you have that desire, what the, the, the trick is to get money and free time, right? So you can still do what you need to do, but also have money coming in. You want to make sure that whatever job you do get, it's congruent with the goals that you have. So for you, going into a corporate job where you're sitting at a desk and doing something completely unrelated to the field of snowboarding or the the field of winter sports game, you know, winter games, that kind of thing, would be very detrimental to you and your energy. So even though you may not be able to be a professional snowboarder at this juncture, you want to, whether it's working for the ski shop, working for the, doing accounting for the for the ski manufacturer or teaching yoga for snow bunnies or teaching kids how to snowboard in, you know, after school or any combination thereof, it, as long as you're in the arena, then you fuel your passion and also your pocketbook. You know, still want to be incongruent. And that's the key to being able to, you know, pursue your, your dreams and make money too. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I'm curious why teach that keeps coming up. I don't know. You have to ask your angels. <laughs> I just just telling me teach, teach, teach. One of the things I say is when you teach, you get much better at your own skills. It's one of the most the most the fastest way to accelerate your own skills. I taught riding for many years, um, and even did some teaching with some dancing as well. And when you have to break it down and teach it to someone else, it's amazing how much clearer you get in your ability to do what you're doing, and it becomes much more integrated, and it will really accelerate your skills. So that's very possibly why they're they're saying that. Also, this feels like you're going to teach somebody, you're going to meet someone, you're going to be meeting a lot of people as well. So I would kind of hang around the slopes and see what you can get over there. Hopefully that helps. Thank you. You are welcome. Have a great night. Happy skiing to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Okay, so why don't we, we're going to take another quick break, and then I have more callers, so don't hang up. I will definitely get your calls on the other side of the break. And if you want, I see a lot of more <laughs> a lot more people have called in, but if you'd like to call in, it's 347 215 9485. That's 347-215-9485. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments radio show. We'll be right back. Step back in time to the very beginning before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit 
sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by the Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Do you ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Intuitive Living Cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides, who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are. Receive insight on the core issues that need attention and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work With Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. Tonight we've been talking all about getting unstuck and like clearing your energy. Um, there was one tip I forgot to mention earlier, and um, I think I've mentioned it on the show before. I can't even remember. I've done so many different things. Uh, if you're dealing with uh, with toxic people in an office or any kind of setting where you can't get away from them, where you know they can come into your space and kind of be around, you can, one of the little uh, they, they call it an old wives' tale, but it actually really works because I used it a lot when I was in corporate America, and I've actually had a lot of clients do it. Is um, you can get a cup of mint tea, like peppermint tea, keep it on your desk, and it will keep people who have mean energy. It'll tame them and keep them away from you. <laughs> it really does work. Uh, that I have used. I, I use everything that I mentioned on the show. Like I said, I'll never ask you to do something I haven't done myself, but that. That particular little trick is is really cool. I don't know what it is about the peppermint, but but the peppermint does peppermint does ward off you know heavy energies. Um, pine is also very very clarifying. So clearing it's a great clearing scent for 
your home. So you might want to, you know, consider some of that. So, all right. So that's those tips. All right. So we have a few more callers. We're going to take those calls. Let's see. We have Sandy in Illinois. Hi, Sandy. How are you? And we did we lose Sandy? I think we lost Sandy. Okay. Emily in Louisiana. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi there. How are you? Yes. Oh, I've seen better days. So it's been rough for me. But um I I'm calling in because um I'm concerned about my financial security. Um for the last two and a half years in two thousand ten, the company I worked with filed bankrupt and once again my financial struggles began and for the last two years I've kinda, you know, toughened it out and kept my head above water. Um, I'm in sales and marketing, but I know in my heart and soul, for some reason, Maury, I have a fear of success. I mean, companies, I've made millions for other companies, but for myself, it's just like I, I can't get past this. I need a, a, you know, a paycheck. I need a paycheck. And it's just, ugh, it's just driving me nuts. And I know sometimes we know we block ourselves, and then I know sometimes other energies, people's energies, will block you. So I just need a little guidance as to what you think. Um, well, you know, where should I be going? I'm trying to do this promotional um, items for businesses, but then I also do contract work, setting appointments, and. I'm just, I just need to be okay. So I'm just, I decided, I said, I'm going to call in. I've listened to your show for a long time. I said, I'm just going to call in and see what she thinks. Well, um, let's, I want to just back up for a second. What do you consider to be a fear of success? What are you afraid of? I don't know. I, I sit back, okay, and I, like for the applications, and this is just craziness, but I will say, well, you know, I am not this, I don't know if I really want to deal with the problems if the orders come in wrong. It's just, and I know it's craziness. Or I'll say, um, I'll say, well, um, I, I'm not going to do outside sales because, you know, I really don't know if I'm going to be successful at it. So I, I know this is me. You know, I know it's me. And and I know okay. it's probably, uh-huh. yeah. Stop you. Because you can't get a word out of your mouth without judging yourself. So oh, okay. let's let's like break it down. The job is just symbolic of something that I think if we go down to the actual cause, the job stuff will take care of itself. And that is you will not listen to your own voice. You have like two competing voices with yourself. You have one that's really trying to come up out of the closet. You have her stuffed in and say, come hither this way. I think I can do this. I, I know I can do this and I intuitively know. And then you yeah. have... The, beat down voice that says but you you this and that's that and, you know so and and worse criticism is uh is judge you know criticism of course is judgment and there's two byproducts of judgment one is sadness of course and, and that's tough but it's nowhere near as bad as shame shame mm-hmm. leaves an indelible mark and what you're doing, even as you're describing your issue, is you're shaming yourself. You know, I should have known. I should be better at this. I should. Yeah. I, I, you you don't have success at all. 
what you're doing though is you're having kind of this war going on with that that inner critic portion of you. So what I would do is say, um, this is the kind of stuff I would work on. I would work on giving that inner critic. Listen, we're always going to have an inner critic. There is a there is a purpose for them. It's usually a parental voice because you know that's where we kind of got it from. And yeah. Had a hypercritical mother, or a hypercritical father, or both, or you know, or they and they had issues and they're trying to protect you, and blah blah blah. We all know all the psychological stuff that goes to that. But regardless, what you want to do is give that critical voice a job. So and and so you can say, you know, instead of cannibalizing every idea that I have, why don't you focus that energy over here where I really do need some sort of protection, you know? And because and and that way. You're never going to completely turn it off, but if you redirect that energy mm-hmm. to something else, or to give it a, a repetitive job, like put like I, I think I was talking. I don't know if it was this class or another class on this show or another class I was teaching. I was talking about putting puzzles together, doing something that where you can have a beginning, a middle, and an end, and a tangible result. That will start to sort of take that voice and give it something to do. In the meantime, it gives it frees up the space for the desires and that heart energy to come up for you. And that's where I think really what you really need. Now, as far as, you know, the next job and sales and this and that, you can't really create or receive a better scenario until you get these inner voices in check. Because every intention that you put out there, you're canceling it out. I mean, you couldn't even finish the sentence trying to describe the story to me without judging yourself. That, yeah. that's mm-hmm. the core. That's the core. So what I would suggest you do is to add. You know, we can't fix this all in a two minutes on a radio. Right. Show. But, yeah. But I wanted to direct you in that way. And what I would also suggest that you do is to go into meditation. Or you know, it doesn't have to be like long sermon on the mountain meditation. It's just you know, just sixty seconds, five minutes, ten minutes, mm-hmm. and just take a nice deep breath and forgive yourself. Or any mistakes and shortcomings, give yourself permission that you know. Give you give yourself permission by saying, "Listen, I do the best I know how to do with what I have available to me at this time." Right. Okay. And lighten the load, and then say to yourself, "Now, if I didn't have to worry about success, failure, or anything else, what would truly, what contribution could I be that would truly make my heart sing and make me more money than I know what to do with?" When you're cannibalizing yourself like this. The current mm-hmm. of money stops. So that's why you're having the financial stuff. If you can get into this piece of it, you're going to have a much easier time of it. And I think I don't think you're going to be going through this stage for long. One of the reasons why you're feeling so acute and so urgent about it is because it's about to be finished. You're going into Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of like the darkest before the dawn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The silver lining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Just breathe and... and st- Work through that. You can ask um, Archangel Jeremiel is for emotional healing, and Archangel Uriel is also for releasing unforgiveness, shame, you know, mm-hmm. any kind of heart and mind, and helping to open up so you can receive the the true stuff that you deserve. Okay. Okay. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck. Thank Have you. a great. Okay. So we are almost to the end of the show. We have about two minutes. I'm going to just scoot in here and get Anetta from Washington, D.C. Hi, Anetta. How are you? 
Are you there? Hello? Sam, I don't know if we have Anetta. Is she there? Okay. Well, I don't know. I think we we lost her. Okay, so we then we are we're done. <laughs> we're we're at the end of the show anyway. So okay, so you know what? This is a time where it's really important to take stock and to listen to yourself. And to really honor yourself and what you really desire. It's it's a it's a high speed, high activity time. But don't use that energy, that kind of hyped up energy that we're in now to go against yourself. Use it use it to fuel yourself. And remember to call your energy back in each evening and to purify it as it comes back to you so that you can really be operating from all cylinders. You know, if you're Spun out and judging yourself and spinning and tossing and turning and, you know, getting yourself all caught up and not doing this energetic clearing, you're really depleting yourself and it's kind of like trying to drive your car, you know, 500 miles and you're on E. It's, It's, you can't do it. It's very, very hard. And then you do get into spins and then you get into the fear aspects and everything. You know, it's funny. I was, uh, I was really dehydrated, and I didn't know why I was always so tired and so tired and so tired. So I made this decision that I was going to drink a lot more water. And all of a sudden, all the caffeine that I normally drink, I don't drink any of it. It's amazing how I don't even miss it. And when I do drink it, take it like tea with caffeine, it's kind of a a, a weird taste now, you know. So um, it was just I was running on empty, and I was misidentifying my fatigue as something else and it was just dehydration it was just water it was a really simple solution so your solutions are probably a lot more simple than you think and doing this energetic work you can listen to the podcast again um, but doing this energetic work will really give you some uh, you know a nice clean slate so you can get the other stuff done with a lot greater ease all right so as I say at the end of every show you truly can have exactly what you want You absolutely deserve it, too. And in this energy, anything is possible. See you next week, everybody. Have a great night. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash aha moments inc and twitter at twitter.com slash aha moments we can't wait to see you there